I'm just a cowboy. Oh my god, almost like Kid Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where JR is still a hot mess. My name is Mary. Oh, Sarah's not here. Uh, I'm Josh. I was just waiting for her to speak, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm Melanie, and... I, I really love using the term hot mess, by the way. I, I feel it's I so do. appropriate. He's such a hot mess. It yeah, is. Sarah's internet is out, so we're hoping that she can join us during our podcast, but we can make no promises. Apparently there are storms down her way. Mm, scary. So they're, stay safe. Yes. Yeah. Batten down the hatches, as they say on the Weather Channel. A quick shout out to our Patreon members, Brendan Phillick, Captain America, Sheen Pye, Laura Bernheim. Brad Mulholland, Anita Wren, and Kristen Carlano. Thank you so much for helping us do this. <laughs> it really helps us. So thank you very much. Otherwise, it would be a hot mess. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean we're not a hot mess, but I, we're maybe less of a hot mess. We just, any opportunity to use the phrase hot mess. You know, um, last year, I got chastised for using hot mess because it had negative connotations. Yeah. I mean, it's not a nice thing to call someone is a hot mess, but no, but I think it's all about context and tone as well. If you say, girl, you're a hot mess. Like, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I was totally like talking about a dead celebrity, honestly. And speaking of celebrity deaths, let's take a moment. Uh, She wasn't with Dallas, but Angela Lansbury passed. Miss Jessica Fletcher. 96 years old. Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. Mame. The original one. Mm -hmm. I love me some murder she wrote. So here's a fun fact. Did you guys know that uh, the opening credits of Murder, She Wrote, uh, Cabot Cove is filmed in the same spot as where Jaws, the same set as Jaws? Places in Maine that do not exist for 1,000, Alex. (laughs) Yeah, it's the Universal Backlot. And I've been on that tour like 70 million times. And every time I'm like, it's more recognizable to me as Cabot Cove than Amityville. I've been to the Jaws thing. Wow. (laughs) I had no idea. But uh, yeah, Armory's doing the circuit. He's going to be in Michigan this weekend coming up. Uh, what is that mm-hmm. uh, convention called? Motor City Comic Con. And then next weekend, he is going to be back in Salem, Massachusetts, where Hocus Pocus was filmed. And I'll be actually heading <gasps> up for the day. So birthdays, we're recording on October 12th right now. Uh, tomorrow, Jim McMullen, who played Senator Dowling, was born in 1936. So he would be 86? 86. But he has since passed. Uh, Dennis Patrick actually passed away in 2002 tomorrow. Keenan Wynn, Digger Barnes, passed away October 14th, 1986. And Barry Corbin, Sheriff Fenton Washburn, and JR's attorney in New Dallas, is going to be 82 years old on the 16th. That's all I got. Anybody That's else got anything? Got? Uh, no, I don't got nothing. That's all I got. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Tonight, we're talking about Season 5, Episode 15, Episode 92 of the series, Head of the Family. Give me such a good deal. Go ahead. I can't go ahead without you, and you know it. Seems to be the story of your life, doesn't it? We'll have dinner together tonight at 7, the way we used to. Oh, Mama. 
JR, I'm asking you to pull yourself together. Come here. Now look at yourself. There's a problem with JR. JR is having a very hard time. If we want to keep you and oil running, I may have to step in as president. It was written by Howard Lakin, directed by Patrick Duffy, and aired January 22nd, 1982. And finally, rounding out its number one spot on the Billboard, Hits is Physical by Olivia Newton-John. This is the last week it's number one (laughs) in 1982. Yes. Um, After its eighth week of release, the number one film in America was On Golden Pond, starring Katherine Hepburn, Henry Fonda, and Jane Fonda, directed by Mark Rydell. And... um, If you are at all interested in this, um, a great podcast called You Must Remember This did a whole thing on Jane Fonda. And as someone who grew up in the 80s, I only really knew her as the exercise lady. Um, And they did a deep dive. I learned so much about her. And I found out this film, Mm -hmm. she purchased the rights to so her dad could be in it. And she improvised a scene on film where she grabbed his hand because he didn't like to be touched. And so that scene where they filmed it is like an actual reaction of Henry Fonda to Jane Fonda because they had a very That's difficult awesome. relationship. Tempestuous? So, honestly, is that a good word? I don't, yeah, I I don't mean, know if uh, a lot of people realize how remarkable Jane Fonda actually is because I know a lot of people She's amazing. Are, pissed off at her over the Vietnam stuff. And I'm like, you don't get it. They don't get it. It it was so much like, they don't get it. Bullshit in the media about that. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't, it's, I, it's the podcast is called, you must remember this. It's, um, um, forgotten and secret tales of Hollywood. Um, it's one of my favorite podcasts. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. Did you know that her mom killed herself when she was little? No. What? 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 No. Yeah, and she found That's out terrible. on like, uh, like the National Enquirer or the equivalent. Mm-hmm. What did What did they tell put, her put when link, she was a kid? Uh, in our In our chat, put that link. I, oh, like, I will. I'll, how I'll long? Find it how long did she? That's what I want to know. Like, how long did she go knowing whatever she knew until she found out the truth from the gossip rag? It's it's been um, a couple of years since I listened to that episode, but it was a, a t- she was basically she, I think she went to boarding school and she was just told her mom died and that was it like no information. Oh jeez, so, crazy! But how traumatic is that though to to read that? Yeah, I mean I know a lot of times that people are like you know it's like ignore that gossip column, ignore that it's nothing, it's nothing. But obviously this was true. Yeah. So anyway, Jeez, I, th- I thought her being married to Ted Turner was punishment enough, but that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really interesting. And she is she is she is dealing with a, a battle with cancer at the moment. Yeah, but, uh, she is. Uh, yeah, uh, I love her, Jane Fonda. I love her. Okay. Also going on this week, Grace in and Frankie. Jan- the end of January 1982 is North America had a big cold wave and 75% of North America was covered by snow, which is pretty big. Oh. 
Like places that were I not- remember that being a snowy, yeah. Didn't, the place that didn't usually get snow, got snow. Um, and born this week, born on the same day, January 19th, which is my birthday, by the way. January 19th was my sixth birthday. But born on that day were both Jody Sweeten from Full House and the politician oh, wow. Pete Buttigieg. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. He's that young? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And that's it. Hmm. And on Dallas. And on Dallas, people did not really take to JR being a hot mess because this episode plummeted to number four in the weekly ratings. I don't like JR being a hot mess. <laughs> but it was probably due to NFL mm, football, football yeah. postseason night games probably. that were up there, yeah. which were, it was probably the AFC and NFC championships and uh, just coming prior to the Super Bowl. So those games might have bumped them off the top of the ratings and casting notes as i mentioned last week ray wise yes. debuts in this episode he's very well known as being leland palmer on twin peaks yes and he also played spiros corrales on the colby's a spinoff of dynasty someone known as the dealer on knots landing judge jim stinson on second chances edward burton on savannah and he was also on 24. And Reaper. There's a show called Reaper from the 2000s. Oh, which that's right. I recommend. He plays the devil. And he's hilarious and scary at the same time. I feel like that's Ray Wise's sweet spot. Is like he can be hilarious and like scary as fuck with like one second change between them. He's gifted and really nice. Ooh. Vice President Hal Gardner, that was his name on 24. Cool. Vice President of the United States. Cool. All right. So we open up on the Ewing Oil Building where Harv is irate that they are not having Jock declared legally dead. Okay. What's in it for you, Harv? I mean, money, obviously, but come on. Yeah. He has a lot of feelings about it. Does he get a bonus for a will being read or something like that and an estate being settled? I don't know. No. Like, if they're not that worried about it, why is he? Well, also, isn't it like somebody has to be gone seven years before you can declare them legally dead unless you jump through a lot of hoops, right? Or provide evidence? Like, maybe. It's like, so it's been like, what, three three weeks, four weeks, maybe by this yeah, point? Yeah, not very long. About that. Yeah. Maybe they found that they had enough evidence, though, being that they found the plane crash they found his medallion i don't know right because that helicopter went right down to the bottom of the lake and that was or a helicopter crash not plane and, crash, but yeah and it was it, it was quicksand. like quicksand down there that's that's a cop out that's a cop out it's <laughs> such a cop out <laughs> you've seen the bottom there ray uh, nothing that goes into that lake is coming out except the medallion okay. miraculously <laughs> except except for the medallion right 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 okay <laughs> that lion uh, yes but bobby doesn't want to push his mama he's worried about her and uh he's just like why can't we just keep running it how it's been being run according to the letter that jock sent from south america like so far so good blah um, blah blah not permanent blah 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 that would work at the moment if jr was actually doing his job I mean, it would be better if JR was doing his job. But yeah, Harp doesn't seem to think that they're running very well. He's like, if this place was running very well, then like the president would be in this meeting, which he's not. My fair point. 
True, true. Patrick Duffy directed the episode and was pretty much the front and center for this episode. So he had to yeah. direct himself. Yeah. Yeah. Props out to Duffy's yeah. dough. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite my favorite line from this scene was Harv was like, I don't like to be blunt. And I don't think that's true, Harv. I think you do like to be blunt. <laughs> uh, he's going to go gray very quickly mm. working with the Ewings. Yeah, for sure. Then we cut to JR. He's drinking a cocktail naked in bed. Naked as a jaybird. Mm. He's, uh, he's going through it, isn't he? He is. He is. It looks like raw eggs in something. It's uh, a it's a hangover glass. remedy, kind of like a, a bl- you know, I think oh, he's drinking a Bloody Mary at one point in this episode too, isn't he? He is. He is later. Is that what he's drinking yeah. right now? Is it, right- I thought it was a cocktail, but it's like a hangover thing. Yeah. It. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it looks like raw yeah. egg floating in there. It reminded me of it reminded me of that scene in Rocky when uh, Stallone was drinking the raw eggs, and it was like. Oh. I think Sarah said that's her. I, mean, I could literally I, here too. Yeah. I I could I could see egg yolk floating in the in the glass. Mm-hmm. It was, if you uh, ever want to get a hangover to go away, yeah. like with food or whatever, besides electrolytes, drinking it, I'm telling you, eat a salad with a lot of spinach in it. It's the iron. It does something. Mm-hmm. Really? Salad with spinach? Oh. Yeah. Wow. I th- I thought it was go to Denny's at two o'clock in the morning. That's a temporary. <laughs> hey. I always I like I like to get a McDonald's <laughs> cheeseburger and a Coca Cola. I don't know what it is, but that shit hits the no. spot when you're hungover. I've never had a burger at McDonald's in my life. Really? How? Yeah, I used to eat the fish sandwiches, and then I went to the chicken nuggets, and I only eat the chicken McNuggets. I've never had a Big Mac, Never though. get a burger. I, I, I only get the cheeseburgers. Yeah, I won't eat anything other than that. I saw what the burgers looked like when I was little. My brother and sister would get them, and they would open up, and all the condiments and stuff would be smeared on the top, and it just yeah, it, I, it made I me physically condiments. ill looking at it. You don't like condiments? It made me ill looking at it. Ah, I love condoms. No ketchup, no mustard, no relish. Oh, see, I love, I'm going to go off on a tangent now, but um, I really like the little tiny onions on a McDonald's cheeseburger. Those are interesting. I love them. I love them. I like uh, crispy onions that are put onto burgers sometimes at places. Those are good too. Onion strings, shoestring onions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Once I had barbecue sauce, I could never eat ketchup again. I just found it boring. Mm. I love ketchup. So anytime I would like. use ketchup, anytime I'm supposed to use ketchup, I use barbecue sauce, which is like ketchup with a kick. Yeah, it's different oh. though. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You actually you make barbecue sauce with ketchup. Oh, I know okay. that. I know that. Yeah. 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 What's yeah. the other part of it? Like Worcestershire? Worcestershire sauce, I think. Yeah. Mm. Probably some other stuff. Something too. like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Jr's in bed drinking his hangover cure. And Serena's like, so you got to get the fuck out of here because I have a quote unquote, uh, massa- uh, my masseuse is coming in 15 minutes, which totally means her next client. Um, or she just and- could be trying to keep her limbs limber, you know, muscles in good working <laughs> like, order. She might really have a masseuse appointment. <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, her, her. Happy part part of what she does with this other next client could involve massaging body parts. So that could be a, like a masseuse. True. True. Um, but she's basically like, so, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You got to go. Closing time. Um, Close, yeah. Closing Richard, time. 
<laughs> a little Dad's semi-sonic like, there. <laughs> there was a time when you wanted me all to yourself. And she's like, right. But remember, you didn't like that idea. So bye-bye. <laughs> Get the fuck but out. But she is going to start the shower for him. She does. She starts that's the shower. Nice. Yeah. That's where she's like, come on, buddy. Out. Like, you don't deserve the very nice sex worker, JR. She deserves to, like, kick your ass out. Like, just be like, get right, the fuck exactly. out. Take your stinking, drunk, hungover ass. Drunk ass. Like, <laughs> drunk ass out of my house. You stink up right. the place. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Like, look at you, big billionaire. Mm. So attractive mm-hmm. now. Mm. With that permanent five o'clock shadow going. Yep. Jeez. That's how you know, because he... Just has not shaved. Mm-hmm. But Bobby, Bobby did this morning. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bobby did. Bobby did, and, he, and he's he, he's at work trying to hold the family together, head of right. the family. And Ellie calls because Kevin McDonald just delivered uh, cattle, and she can't find Ray to see what the hell's going on. What are Charlemagne or Chalamet or? Uh, I think it's a type of cattle. Was my I, okay. I don't know for sure, but that was what I was assuming a type of cattle. Yeah. So this whole scene is basically designed to show that Bobby is running the Ewing Oil and the ranch at the Bobby same time. Bobby is so stressed out. Ray yeah. can't be found. Yeah. So Ellie has to sign for it, and uh, Phyllis comes in and says that the purchase order showed up, even though Bobby had asked to stall, and they have to send it back because Jr. can't sign for it because he's not there. Yep, because Bobby does not have the authority to sign for it, so they can't do anything anyway. So send him back. You don't have the authority. That's right. Roger is taking pictures of a bunch of models, two of which are named Robin and Tanya. It looks like a uh, beach spread that they're shooting. Yeah, something like that, yeah. A little beach ball and a little beach beach layout. It's summertime. And and you you notice how he's like, Stretching the legs there and straddling as he's like leaning in to take those pictures. He's got the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, Roger. It's like he's like, look at me. I'm 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 a hot photographer. I got two cameras around my neck, and I'm gonna just spread my legs and take these pictures. Yeah, <sighs> that wasn't working for me. Mm-mm. So then Lucy walks no. in and she's watching, and then. Blair Sullivan walks in. Dun, 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 dun. Ray Wise. Leland Palmer comes in and stands behind her and starts. <laughs> Super scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, he likes her look and her bone structure. He does. Lovely bone structure. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's basically like, Yeah, I think that you should expand what you've been doing. And she's like, Well, and she's like, I can't. Have you noticed I'm short? So I'm not really model. And he's like, Yeah, no, 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 no. Not runway stuff. But like, Basically, as Madonna would say, you give good face. So let's take some pictures Strike of you. Strike a pose. There's nothing to it. She does agree to do a portfolio. Right. She, she's not sure. She's like, and see, well, we'll just do portfolio, see where it goes. See where it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Clayton is visiting Sue Ellen, and uh, girl is lonely. They're all dressed up, though, because they're going yeah. out somewhere. Yeah, they're about to go out. Um, she says she's been on two dates. But they've been like, me. We don't know where they're going right now because it's not established no, yet. But he's escorting her to some sort of party. And um, yes. I think it's obvious in this scene that Clayton seems to have some stars in his eyes when he looks at Sue Ellen. 
how you do you think that it it's starting to the way he looks when she leaves the room right. and he just kind of has that look in his right. face like um, when she's not looking at him Clay- Clayton, and he's looking at her mm, i don't know about that starting to ogle mm, a little bit a little bit yeah clayton don't clayton don't don't go there let's clayton. not do this clayton Mm-mm. no yeah, no don't like it it's you previously said she was like a daughter to you right. so do you ogle your daughter no, let's not do that that's kind of yucky yeah Yep. Now, I know there are stereotypical things about the South and relatives and all that <laughs> stuff, but let's not go there, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's just not fall into the stereotypical pattern of um, – mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to Ray at the bar with some good old boys and Bonnie. It said live country music outside. I didn't hear any live country music in the bar tonight. No, maybe it was between sets. Maybe. It better have been. Otherwise, I'd want my money right. back. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, Ray, what are you doing right now? Because I feel like, why Why is he hanging out with Bonnie? I don't, I don't think this is a good thing. Nope. And she's hanging all over him. She is. And his friends are telling a story about some kid who paid Ray $20 so he could be in an actual Western bar fight. <laughs> what? <sighs> Yeah, I was, I was trying to follow that story, but it kept getting, it was so st- staggered. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like Ray just like pushed, story inter- sto- pushed him down the bar. Story interrupt yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like story, story interrupt yeah. us. <laughs> anyway, um, and did they say he was from Boston? Did they say he was from Boston? I think they or might something? have. Yeah, because Boston is you know Yankees. <laughs> Yankees in in Red Sox country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Bobby walks in because he's looking for Ray, and he's like, "Hey, buddy, what are you doing? You're not pulling your weight at South Fork." I am running the ranch. That's just it. You're not. But you're not. You're kind of fucking up, Ray. You're you're running it down the drain, is what you're doing mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Running at it down the drain, and Ray just like gets huffy and turns around and walks away. Trash. Yeah. Yeah, Ray, you're not the only one in mourning right now, okay? Pull your head out of your rectum and get in the game. It's not only about Ray. Yeah, but he thinks it's the Ray show. Him it's all, feeling all like, about Ray. Feel yeah, sorry uh, for Ray. I'm a failure. I'm a cowboy. I'm just a stupid, dumb cowboy. I, I failed the business. I don't belong up there in the big house with the Ewings. It's, so it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Donna, why are you married to me? You could be with anybody, but you oh. just like some dumb cowboy. Eh, eh. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like wah, Josh's wah. impression of Ray. <laughs> it's pretty good. Very <laughs> good. I don't know. I don't know. We need we need a name for Ray's alter ego. Oh, we do. Oh, we got to think of a good Ray. 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 Like Ray. With a W, kind of like Wario, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like Fay Ray. I'm just a cowboy. Man. Oh my god, almost like Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That almost sounds like the mustache twirl. I, I, I promise not to do that impression if we get Steve on. Oh yes, please don't. That would... No, you should. You totally should. 
probably would think it was funny. <laughs> this, this, this is you know you played Ray. This is who we call Ray. Why? Ray. Oh my god. Well, kind of like out, okay. Give, she's guys, out giving a speech. So I don't know when she's coming home. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those Medea movies. Do you remember that? That girl who is talking to that guy, Byron, and she can't say his name right to save her life. She's got to always embellish it. <laughs> Byron! Oh, my God. You need to... I need to figure which out one? which one yeah. it is and tell <laughs> Which one of the 27 Medea movies? Like most- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. I was like, oh, God, I can't unhear it now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Right. <laughs> and Mary, remember Susan Howard did that on the stage at the 30th anniversary? That's right. She did. When they're doing the QA, she's like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> now she's from Texas. I believe she, she is. Yeah. So yes, she, she has, is. She has so a legit it, accent. So that her and Larry were both from Texas. Is Morgan originally. Fairchild from Texas? Fair question. Up. She sounds like she came out of finishing school, yeah. but anything yeah, is possible. That's an IMDb question. Okay. So yep. then we cut to Clayton and Suella. Dallas. She was born Dallas, Texas. Oh. oh. Patsy Ann McClenny. Wow. That's, if that isn't a Dallas shit. name. Yeah, that sounds like that's a. Patsy Ann McClenny. Patsy Ann McClenny. Uh, these dinner parties swung. They irritate me that she goes to these. Oh yeah, they're terrible. Group of I do like just... This is called the pleasure pit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the pleasure pit. I'm like, gross. Is this like a key party? It's 1982. I feel like it's like <laughs> ti- the time for that, right? Well, just just be mindful thought, of the uh, she, candy dish thought, over there, Mary. Yeah. I thought she said pleasure pills, pen, but pills, pleasure pills, pit pills. sounds even more to, more worse. <laughs> I love pleasure pit. I heard pleasure pit. It could be pleasure pen. Pleasure pit is. I heard pleasure both pit of them, because both I of them. was pleasure like bad. pleasure pit. Yeah, it's pleasure pit. Yeah. What's your pleasure? Ugh. <laughs> um, Henry. Well, we'll find out from Henry at some point. Um, but so Clayton impresses everyone right away. <laughs> Vecna. <laughs> and the ladies are congratulating Sue Ellen on landing Clayton, which is like oh, okay. such a distinguished gentleman. Ugh. Right. And she's all like, we're just friends. When it is annoying as hell when somebody ships you in real life with somebody that you're not with and don't want to be with. <laughs> it is annoying right. as fuck. Yeah, that that is. Especially yeah, when she's weird. like, we're really just friends. And they're like, oh, sure. Mm. It's like, shut the fuck that up. Seems to be- <laughs> Are you putting that friends in quotes? That's all these ladies care about is who Sue Ellen is with, like what the dude she's with. And it's kind of like, I don't, I don't like it. Like I was happy she had lady friends. I don't like these lady friends. I don't like him at all. Didi can kind of fuck off. Didi has has Henry. So she really doesn't need to be pestering to Sue Ellen's love life. Maybe these other women don't have any love life. And... They're trying to latch on to Sue Ellen and live vicariously through her. I don't know. They're just. I don't know. I had, a, I had another superficial. Thought. They're disgusting. What? I have to go wash after watching them. What's your thought? I had a thought. This was like a really weird, fleeting thought. 
um, especially with what happens towards the end of the episode, I feel like Dee Dee thought Sue Ellen maybe was a threat as a newly single woman oh. and was trying to get her oh. back in the scene so she wouldn't be readily available to people. Oh, that's a really good point. Because she's a hot, now single lady who... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Who is now a threat. Henry's probably not the most um, monogamous guy in the world. Henry's probably a lot like JR. It's just a lot more discreet and respectful about it. Is he one of them that was talking about, like, secretaries the last party? I think so, yeah. I couldn't probably. tell he was probably. talking about, but he know. was probably. Yeah. So Sue Ellen is hot and single, and her ex-husband is a hot mess. So many wives, like, not even just back then in different cultures, they just put up with shit. You're supposed to look mm-hmm. the other way. It's fucking bullshit. No, if they're cheating, fucking call them out. Yep. No, it goes back to Camelot. Ja- Jackie knew that uh, John F. Kennedy was screwing around and sneaking girls in and out of the White House through out the back door. When she was, and yeah. Rose knew that Joe Sr. was doing the same thing and basically told Jackie, you just put up with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe Sr. only had relations with Rose to procreate. Basically, is what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. And he had Gloria Swanson on the side, and he even took her on family cruises. So messed up. And had her in another room. I wonder if the, I wonder if the Kennedy children called her boat mommy. <laughs> Some people have an arrangement. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll never understand I, it. But oh, there's a whole. I ass, I'm not going to judge, but mm. there is a whole ass Hulu documentary I I saw coming out November first about. Jerry Falwell and the pool boy, Jerry oh, Falwell Jr., I think, and the pool yeah, boy, yeah, Liberty yeah, University, yeah. and his connection to Trump. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a preview for it. I, I, I listened to a whole podcast about insane. that. It's bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked to watch him sex with people. What? Yeah, he was a cuck. He is a cuck. Yeah. That is that is another thing to me. Oh, I, thought, I, like, thought you said, what? I thought you said cock at first. No, cock. <laughs> that too. <laughs> However, <laughs> so crazy. That too. However, anyway. Mm. Okay, so the next morning, please um, there at, go. at breakfast, uh, Lucy is telling everybody about her modeling stuff, and the only one not really interested is Bobby James Ewing. He's just staring in the space, just pushing his food around his plate. Yep. 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 Just like when he was a little boy making the train tracks and the eggs and the mash. Because <laughs> he knows he has to talk to Ellie. And so he finally is like, okay, Jer is not pulling his weight. And I might, so we can get shit done at Ewing Oil. Like I might have to step in temporarily as president. But Ellie doesn't like that. No. She wants everyone there at dinner tonight at 7 o'clock. Right. Her whole solution is like, that's we just got to get everyone together at dinner tonight. That's that's it. And get back. To, we, got, we have to get back to normal. Right. Bobby's like, I don't know if dinner is going to really help, but uh, okay. Well, neither will be neither will removing JR as president, Ellie says. And here she was wanting to vo- call on the family for a vote not too long ago to whether he should be removed as president. All right. The wind blows and the scene shifts. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to Lucy modeling for Roger. She's not doing too well right now. She's not. She's she's a little she's awkward. Very stiff. 
And he's like, hey, can you unbutton and show me some cleavage? And then she doesn't do it the way he likes it. And he stops the shoot um, to, like, criticize her and immediately pours her a glass of wine. And I don't like it. Something about it makes me not. Thanks, Rufies. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm like, what do we, what? But he's like, what's wrong? I hope he doesn't Cosby her with that wine. He's like, what's wrong? And then he's like, you can open up to me. You can trust me. Tell me all your problems. What does he want her to open up? Her feelings or her blouse? Both. Both. I think the feelings are to get her to open her blouse. But, you know, who knows? Roger, you're just very creepy. Yeah, it's not, I'm just, not liking him. I, I don't get a good vibe. No I don't get vibe. a good vibe, especially when mm-hmm. he was like doing that like spread spread eagle photography in the uh, last scene. There, it's yeah. just like gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can we also talk about yeah. the fact that he's like, I'm sorry, like I know people had bars in their studios and in their offices and stuff back then, but she's obviously experiencing anxiety, and he's like, oh, let me just like take out this bottle of wine. We can this, talk all day. I feel day. like it's the middle of the afternoon, so I don't know. It just seems a little... That's why it seems weird to me. Like, it's just the two of them, and he's like, he had just asked her to unbutton her shirt, and then he's like, here's some wine. I just... It's... I know, yeah. and for, for like a very brief he, moment, well, I was like, GHB, I, GHB, roofies, 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 no, 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 but... Yeah. We got lucky. None of that. He gets her to open up about Jock's death because that's what's really bothering her. She's still grieving. Yeah. She's Everyone grieving Everyone is still grieving. None of them are dealing with yeah. it. She's like really the only one who's talking about it, even if it is to him. That's true. Yeah. Ellie's Ellie's not even grieving. She's just business as normal. Yeah. Den- she's denial. back in denial. Yeah. She's stuck at I mean, that stage. Roger, of all people, was like, well, tell me about him. And she's just somebody, – somebody asked, and I think that's what she needed. Yeah. And she, like, lit up. She's like, really? Like, you would want to hear about my grandpa? And he was like, yeah, yeah I do. But it's I, I think it's because he wants to get in her pants. But Hey, Mitch, that's supposed to be your job, you dumbass. It is supposed to be his job. But we don't see Mitch. We don't see Mitch in this episode because he's too busy – fluffing Evelyn Michelson's hospital pillows. And Lucy goes out on a date later in this episode too. So that's weird. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yes, she does. We don't see it, but it's just, we, don't see, we hear about it, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So then we cut to it's nighttime. We're in South Fork living room and Dr. Connors is visiting. Doing a little checkup on Pam. <sighs> are we to see the miraculous cure in action? So we think. That's why Bobby said he called her over. Right. But Pam says, mm-hmm. do I look like that crazy lady at the hospital a million years ago? Uh, I, and I so said, like yes, three weeks Pam, ago. you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, it's not good. Don't like it. Um, your, your, your pendulum is swinging between manic and depressive. Manic uh, and depressive. Yeah. And they, they all laugh like, oh, and they're like, oh, no, babies always make people happy. And I'm like, you guys cringe. Like, this is not a good message. Sorry. It's not a good message. Mm-mm. It's not a good message. Babies do not just make you happy. Especially. Can we, Hello. I mean, Sue Ellen. <laughs> right. Like, yes. Poster child for everything, postpartum. but also yeah. postpartum yeah. depression. Babies do not make everybody happy. No, and sometimes it's don't. natural. Like you, can, it is. It is natural. You can't help it. 
it's just right. it's your hormones. It's it's like all whack. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad she message. Said, Don't like it, Dallas. Don't like it. <laughs> but it's true. Um anyway, but then we find out that she's actually there to check up on Ellie on the sly. Very Ooh. sneaky, Bobby. Yeah, and of course, you know, Dr. Conrad does her whole, well, you know, I can't really make a diagnosis like this, but, uh, yeah, she's in denial, yeah, pretty much. Denial. Perhaps if you have her committed to my hospital for a while, we could really delve She just basically issues. says there's nothing we can do. We, le- we need – she needs to go through it, which is actually true. You got to go through it. Do not wake the sleepwalking person. Right. She's got exactly. – you got to go through the shit. There's no way to she's get around it. Do. You got to deal with it. So, and out of everybody, she's the one not dealing with it. Like Jr. is negatively dealing with it. Bobby Ray could even be too. negatively dealing with it too. He threw himself into work. Yeah, Ray, all of them. They're pushing Lucy's through. Lucy's the it, only one who's made any stride toward. Yeah. yeah, anything. But Miss Ellie is like she's not even dealing with it poorly. She's not dealing with it at all. Yep, it's true. It doesn't exist in her world. No, she's not letting and it. And Pam, Pam is wrapped around her. Pam mm-hmm. is wrapped around her baby in her manic phase. So, yeah, they should actually yeah. open a mental hospital at South Fork for everybody. <laughs> I mean, honestly, oh. it does. I mean, you've got a doctor who comes and gives you sedatives. Why right. the hell not? I mean, it kind of is is its own mental hospital, really. When you think about it, <laughs> South Fork. So, so are, are Raul and Teresa Shady licensed Acres, therapists? Uh, anybody who makes that kind of cooking is, yeah. Yeah. Although Ellie's All starting to cook more so now in that time. kitchen. Yeah. yeah. She has. Because how many times did Jock go in there ever? Probably yeah. one, so she can be alone with her thoughts in there. That's true. Actually, that kitchen set didn't debut until after Jim Davis had passed because it debuted this season. That's true. But they did have an earlier so he never kitchen set. set. I mean, though. Kitchens, but they used a very little. Right. Right, the the scene that really stood. But how many times was, was Jock uh, probably in the kitchen? Period. Ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not That's a woman's place. That's a woman's place. Right. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With their watercress sandwiches and their. Uh... <laughs> yeah. It's not her place isn't in the boardroom. It's in the bedroom in the kitchen. That's yeah. what Jock said. Ding 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 ding. Don't let. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Ugh. So then we cut to Ewing Oil, um, and Jordan is bringing a deal to Ewing Oil to mend fences and bring Ewing Oil back into the cartel. Can I just say this camera angle was really weird, like behind Jordan's back? Yeah. Just... Like an over-the-shoulder shot? Yeah. Yeah. Being a videographer is just kind of you, – you pick up on these things. Yeah. Patrick's just trying things, I guess. Good for you, Patrick. <laughs> Did he bring any sourdough bread to the set? <laughs> so then he has to go talk to JR about it. So he walks into JR's office where it's hot mess JR, TM. Kicking bed is back at his desk Tabasco with some sauce. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he is JR. pounding that, pouring that Tabasco in there. He's drowning it. In <laughs> and he, he just completely blows Ugh. Bobby off and like walks out. Drunk as shit. Yeah, he says it. It's a private office, and uh, it's getting a little too crowded in there, so he just <laughs> walks up. Hagman, did you have fun playing this part? <laughs> I feel like he totally did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then, uh-huh. you know, uh, another drunk. We cut to Donna, and she's talking to her publisher about releasing Sam Culver, The Early Years, which is like, interesting title. Hmm. 
the early years. Dallas, um, <laughs> the early years. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, at first, Donna's like, I don't know, like that seems like that's going to be a lot of work right now with traveling and research and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we'll talk to Ray about it. And as he says that, Ray stumbles in. Right. When the man holds out a hand to shake your hand, you shake the man's hand. You don't blow him off, you drunken bastard. He's being a dick. <laughs> and like, he's just a fucking douche canoe in this scene. Yeah, I'm going to my bedroom. I don't care about you and your book, Donna. I'm a dumb cowboy. Fucking <laughs> ass, douche canoe. Um, so right then, Donna's like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm writing the book. I'm doing it. I can't tiptoe around him forever. I'm doing it. And I say, good for you, Donna. Do it. Ding, ding. Fuck that A happy guy. ding. A good ding, not a bad ding. Yeah. <sighs> And then we cut to JR. He's with Heather, who is the same lady who he hooked up with Von Leland a while back. Who also comes back later, is played by Barbara Stock, who joined the cast later in another role. Oh. In the later okay. seasons. Liz Adams. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, she's a sex worker. He hooked up with Von Leland, and he he's gone to her because I guess Serena was busy. Barf. And um, he's like, hey, let's get together later. And she's like, yeah, I can't because I'm going to London with Von Leland because we had such a great time before. And JR's just like, I, I, he seems really uh, upset that like uh, he can't even hold the attention of the people he's paying. <laughs> That's terrible. But dude, I mean, he looks like hell. He probably smells like hell. Oh, I'm sure he does. Like, why would you want all that up on you? And he's mm-hmm. he, he's been drunk for like a month solid. I know. He's, so, right. Yeah, it's not good. There's, there's no danger in that. There's no danger in the noodle. It's there's no good. danger in this noodle. It's it's a it's a limp rope and not a nope rope. I'm surprised he can get it honestly. Or is he just there for like to have someone? He's like, just hold me, <laughs> just hold me, Heather. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's going to London with Von Leland. Yeah, yep. Bobby comes <laughs> home <laughs> after work. To South Fork and finds dun, 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 the lady from Grandland Adoption Agency had come to tell them they have a little girl for them to adopt. Thank you, Mrs. Bruce. Awkward. Whoops. Awkward. Um, and she's like, yeah, that's okay. Me- I have another family like on the way home that I'll just like let them know right now. Bye. <laughs> a little girl? Like you can see I he's like, oh, shit. And she's like, yeah, but I'll give her something else. I didn't know these people did house calls. Yeah, I didn't either. It's weird. But they are rich. They're rich. Are the Thompsons rich too? The next people on the list? Probably. Mm. Probably. Because they're getting a house call too. Yep. Bobby's lies are compounding themselves. Uh, It's snowballing. It is a huge lie. And can I just say, you can so tell that Barbara Belgetti's is a grandma in real life. When she picks up that baby. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're like, yeah, so you probably should call the agencies to let them know you already have a baby. And he's like, uh, yeah, good point. Shit. And he's just like, uh. Good point. I got it. I gotta, I gotta cover my ass. Yeah, he's like, oh, I didn't, because he, he's so bad at this. And then Ellie goes to put Christopher to bed, and then Pam starts asking too many questions. 
She's like, so I, she asked me what agency he came from and I didn't know which agency did he come from. And Bobby's just like, ah, fuck. And like lies to start Bobby like feel- spiraling out of his mouth. The lies Feels just. The- blah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He fe- feels the noose tightening around him. So he has to lie. Yeah, yeah, he's like it's for a couple. They were some Lu- big one, Louisiana, and oh, uh, they died in a car accident. And he has no relatives, so it was a private adoption. And then she's like, "What? Oh, what was their name?" And he's just like, "I didn't even ask." And it's like, Bobby, no, 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 just, just <laughs> stop. It reminds me of that character that John Lovitz played on Saturday Night Live, Tommy Flanagan, the liar. Yeah, they were from uh, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A with with my wife Morgan Fairchild, <laughs> whom I've slept with. <laughs> Bobby, you keep digging that hole there, buddy. So then we cut to Bobby calling all of the agencies that he has not called to be like, "So we have a kid. Okay, thanks, bye." <laughs> but while he's doing that, who calls? Dun, dun, Jeff Faraday. Uh-oh. And he's all, like, clandestine about it. Right. I'll be in touch. Right. Like, can't be good. That cannot Phyllis be is good. like, uh, yeah. he didn't have much to say. <laughs> he never was a man of words. It's true. The next morning, it is 9.30 in the morning. JR is still asleep in his room. Ellie's like, dude. This is clinical depression totally. defined. She's like, you sh- shouldn't you be at work? And he's like, eh. And the morning breath probably... If morning, if it was a cloud, it would be this green cloud that comes out of his mouth and just fills the room. Oh, yeah. in front He's of hung over as fuck. He just pulls the pillow over his head. If he was a cartoon character, he would be like Pigpen from Peanuts cartoons. Totally. Yeah. He's just, just big mess. Ugh. You know, he's just sweating bourbon at this point. Gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but Ellie's solution Ellie is like wants so. Dinner at seven p.m. Dinner at seven. And it's just like, eh, all right. Drink this coffee, JR. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so Clayton has to cancel plants for the party with Sue Ellen when she's throwing her own dinner party. But she has second thoughts about whether she should host it without an escort. Right. Which is an escort? She, she always she needs to learn to go to with her gut. Yeah. Suella needs to learn to listen to this because she's not wrong. Yeah. And I, I, I would have been like, mm. why? But that I guess that's because everyone she hangs out with is stupid. So. Superficial mm-hmm. garbage. Garbage. Okay. So let me cut to Ray couching with a beer watching game shows on TV in the middle of the afternoon. Again, clinical pr- depression defined. Yeah, and he, he he's he's another hot mess. And then Bobby walks in and invites him to dinner. He's like, hey, I, Mama would like you to come and join us. We're going to try to get shit back to normal. And he throws a fucking hissy fit. I never like, ate I the you in your house. I didn't when Jock was alive. I didn't eat there when Jock was blah. alive. Why, why should I start now? Blah. Honestly, it's not even just Josh's impression. It's it's the fact that Ray was sounding like that in this episode. It's true. It's true. It's just, uh, but and I, I was like, he was, <laughs> but he he and Donna had been eating at South Fork quite recently, actually. So what the fuck are you talking about, Ray? You did. He's you full were of eating it. there. Yeah. Well, 
Well, I'm, well, I'm too drunk to remember, so get that's, off my case. That's fair. He probably is too drunk to remember. He's like, I'm not quite as bad as JR yet, but... But that's... I'm having fun trying. Not saying much. I mean, yeah. No. I'm just Where's a half-breed. He's a fucking douche canoe, I'm telling you. Um... Okay. Melanie, Zoolog- he needs an open bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he needs an open bar. I he think his bar's been open. Dick. I didn't know. He does not need an open bar. No, he yeah. needs some iron and he needs some electrolytes and he needs to go the fuck to sleep is what he needs to do. Yep. So we cut to Sue Ellen's party. Her stupid friends again. Dee Dee is such a bitch. I don't like Dee Dee. Well, Sue Ellen also looks like fire. She does look like so, fire. But Dee Dee is a bitch. And, and fuego. And she and is fuego. absolutely, she is absolutely like, tr- I feel now more than ever with this scene in the next one with them trying to make sure so- someone is there for Sue Ellen. Like, mm-hmm. as another half of the couple. Like, she she cannot be the single woman by herself with all these men around married or not. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. And that's why they're, cause I was like, why are they so concerned why she has a dude with her? Like what? But yeah, you have a good point. Cause she's like an untamed Gotta wild stallion that can roam wherever she wants. I mean, if they're going to talk and joke about banging their secretaries in the same damn room as your wives at the, at this party, then, and the wives yeah. are like, Right, whatever right, is just part wife. of it. Right. Of right, course, right, right. their hot single friend. I mean, that's which right. is more accessible, really. And it's and it's Linda so Gray. It's Come a bunch on. of it's really Linda insecure Gray. women. Yeah, and it's Linda Gray. Yeah. So, so it's like you got all these really rich, insecure ass women. Right. Like, and a soup's hot so woman. Fr- like that know free. that they're. God. That know that their husbands are cheating on them, and they don't really do anything about it. Yep. And they're hanging around with a single woman, so. Bobby, Pam, and Christopher are the only ones that showed up for dinner that night. And um, Hot Jr. does walk in. Pours himself a drink and... and blows him off to go do- to lay down in his room with his bourbon. <laughs> and Bobby's like, no, no, no. Uh, and he goes up and tries to give him some tough love. He gives him the get-off-your-butt speech like... Um, like Mickey in the Rocky movies was giving Rocky, I didn't hear no final bell. Get up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he like picks him up and makes him look at himself in the mirror. And he's like, look at you. Look at you. And then uh, and then look at a picture of John Ross, um, which that's what seems to get to JR. He looks at himself and then he looks at John Ross and it's like, oh. And you can just kind of see what's going through his head. Like, oh, this is what I have to live for. It It is like in those Rocky movies when when they're down on the mat and they they have the flashbacks of everything in their life and then they they get up and then they they're suddenly reborn and they just beat the crap out of the opponent. Right, right, right. It's like yep. this is like Jr. springing back to uh-huh. life. Yeah. So Bobby is obviously a motivational speaker now. Too. Yeah, he's everything. He's multi talented. That Bobby. It, plenty of opportunity for spinoffs yeah. for him. Um. So then it's after Sue Ellen's party and um. And in this scene, Henry, Dee Dee's husband, starts getting handsy with Sue Ellen in front of fucking everybody, and Dee Dee glares at Sue Ellen about it. Like, it's Sue Ellen's fault. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Tell Henry to fuck off. Like, he's the one doing it. Uh, Dee Dee, you, mm-hmm. you need to have your uh, your your prescription checked there for your eyes, because um, if you 
were paying attention. Your your man was sticking his hands on her. And this is going to be an ongoing problem that I have with this show. And I'm not saying like it doesn't happen in real life, but it's the women not standing with women and blaming women mm-hmm. when you need to blame the fucking guys. And I feel like this is oh. – I love Sue Ellen. This is a problem I have with Sue Ellen later on in the series because she goes Whereas, against women, mm-hmm. where she should be going against the dudes. Whereas – Whereas their spinoff show, Knots Landing, it was about the relationships that the women had with each other. See, I need to watch Knots Landing their husbands were off. Uh, you should. Yeah. Sue Ellen, I feel like she did, like Pam, she'd be on Pam's side. It'd be like girls against guys unless she was on good terms right. with JR. Yep. Which we saw after. That was the catalyst. She couldn't. She couldn't be neutral with everybody. And if Jr. was with was someone with who wasn't her, she hated the other person for it, not Jr. When <laughs> Jr.'s a fucking married one, which we saw, we saw Sue Ellen's relationship, Pam and Bobby, shift when after Jr. was out of the hospital oh, right. after his yes. shooting, and yeah. they were yeah. getting along, and yeah, and then she yeah. was getting catty with Bobby for right taking away Jr.'s toy. And then when Jr. was back at Ewing Oil, it was like, yes, well, and I don't care about you anymore. And then she's like, yeah. back to Bobby yeah. and Pam. Yeah. So, <sighs> whichever way the wind blows. Yeah, so well. And, yep. and then we go to Donna and Ellie. Because Ellie goes to yes. see what the fuck is up with Ray. And so Donna explains how Ray has been. And basically, like, she's like at the end of her rope with him, which, of course, she is. Go, I mean, Donna. Yeah. She's She's finally mad. She spent a lot of time crying, mm-hmm. and she's fed up. She just yeah. She's like, I'm beginning to not care, honestly. Like, I, there's nothing I can care. do. Nothing makes a difference. He doesn't give seem to give a shit. And uh, Miss Ellie looks really worried. Of course, I don't give a damn because I'm a half breed. I'm a dumb cowboy. I honestly thought Ellie was gonna do the like take the horse whip to him speech to Donna. I was surprised she didn't. I th- I thought so too. Yeah. But she just basically says, like, don't give up. As she continues to live in denial, 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 denial. about what is going on in her yeah. life. And then back to the party is breaking up with Sue Ellen's superficial friends. <sighs> Can this please be the last we see of Dee Dee? I hope so. Dee Dee sucks. Dee Dee totally, like, gets her husband to walk away and oh. then blames Sue Ellen for... Her husband getting handsy. Some friend you are. Yeah, just, just because you struck out in your own marriage then, doesn't need me to mess up mine. I'm like, what? Okay. Bitch, Bell, why don't Bell, you put Bell. a leash on that dog who went over after your best friend or whatever, like, in front of you? Right in, fr- like, like in front of everyone. You're an idiot. Why are you blaming her? Right. And I really, I wish Sue Ellen had gotten a little bit of a backbone with her like she did with uh, that guy Tom. Right. You know, kind of yeah. like, whoa, you're in my house. Get the hell out. Get the fuck he out. was hitting on me. Or right. are you just blind? Get out. And she looked so uncomfortable yeah. when she it was happening. Her, like, she was just her. like, oh, yeah, she did. She I let know. everyone. It was obvious. She was like. So obvious. She didn't want to be touched. Dee Dee, take your stupid Henry or a Stranger fan, f- Things fans know. Take your Vecna and get the hell out of here and don't come back to Sue Ellen's house. Okay? Yeah. Bye-bye. Ugh. So Bitch. they walk out, and then 
Cliff has much better timing this time when he calls. Dee Dee almost acted like she was justified, oh. if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were a harlot, and, and there it was. Right, 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 right. You know, that that's the kind of, like, air she put on, and it was mm-hmm. like, the fuck? This is supposed to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee, why don't you look in the mirror? Oh. <laughs> don't like Dee Dee. Don't like so Henry. Then Cliff calls, like and Henry. my first thought is, no, abort. <laughs> abort mission. Mm. He has much better timing this time when he calls, and he's like, do you want to get together? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, just talking. Just, just talk. And then she's like, oh, abort. that'd be nice. Oh, okay. Are they talking, talking? upright or horizontally? Okay. They're talking. Which apparently mm. they are in the next scene. It's Saturday morning. JR is up early drinking coffee. He's shaved, finally. And um, he is says he's going to pick up he's going to pick up John Ross and Ellie reminds him, fucking be home by seven PM for dinner. He will. Don't worry. This time. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. And then Pam is swimming in the pool with full makeup, which I guess is waterproof makeup because it does not – she jumps in the pool. It does not seem to budge from her face. I need to know what kind that is because it looks great. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Bobby gives her a 9.9 score on her dive, and she gives him that look like, oh. (laughs) Rude. And they have a nice little moment, and it's nice to see Bobby and Pam getting along for once. And like being an actual couple. Like before everything that all happened way back when. By like from like the first season. <laughs> yes. Right. Before he brought her to South Fork. No. Right. <laughs> and then JR arrives at Sue Ellen's to pick up John Ross. And who does he find there? That barnacle, Cliff Barnes. Ah. <laughs> you can tell he's annoyed. But they're just sitting at the table talking and having maybe coffee or something to eat or uh-huh. whatever. And, and he's just like, it's, it's normal conversation. Ah, you spend a lot of time here, Barnes. And he's like, no, I actually don't, but all right. Maybe I will. If it gets under your right. skin. And then he says they deserve each other. <laughs> okay. And Jr. says, uh, he's going to take, uh, take that oil field back. <laughs> Ewing six Barnes went worth yeah. one. And then we cut, finally, to Miss Ellie finally gets her dinner. 7 p.m. Everyone's there except Ray. Because I'm at the Longhorn with Bonnie, and I'm getting drunk, because I'm not going to eat up at the Ewing's house. Never ate there when Jock was alive. Why would I eat there now? Fucking Ray. Fucking Ray. So, but then I look down, and I, I don't know, like, did John Ross get out of his seat that he had and went over to Jack's seat? Uh, J- JR took him. I, I, w- I was paying attention. J- JR put, put him, him on, on the floor. floor oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then he ran over. He's sitting in Jack's seat. Dun, dun, dun. Just mm-hmm. like JR used to. You can see it's like JR now has a new purpose in life. Yep. Watch out world because JR is not going to let anything get in the way of building an empire for his right. son at this point. And freeze frame. JR, when he says... He really is a Ewing, that's for sure. And you drink once because it's... Freeze frame. Because it's, it's on JR, so drink once. And, and scene. Okay, I'm going to give this one 4.4 bourbons and a hole to bury Dee Dee in. It was part of the grieving process this episode. I'm going to go about a 4.5, and I'm going to give it a 
almost completely full dinner table at South Fork. And get go to hell, Dee Dee. Go to hell. A four point two five oh, and a Bloody Mary. Nice. Or some iron. Or some iron. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to whip it all out because JR, like, literally has been walking around drunk for yeah, a solid for sure. month. Can you do yeah. the raw egg drink, too? How is he walking? Do the raw egg drink, too? <laughs> uh, I, I do not stand raw eggs. Yeah. So, no. No, no raw eggs. <laughs> Yo, Adrian! <laughs> no raw eggs. I wonder if it was because of the protein. But I think so, probably. Protein. But iron's where it's at, man. I'm telling you. Iron. That's interesting. I, or li- right. liquid IV yeah. packets, which I apparently have. Uh, liquid in my IV. It, it's um, like uh, electrolyte powder. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. have that like sitting on your nightstand before you go to bed, like drink a bunch of it and then have, sip it through the night when you like wake up and you're all like. <sighs> but my niece says, my yeah. niece says it should be, the water should be cold when you do the liquid IV because it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's makes the flavor a little more tolerable. A little better, yeah. yeah. I like liquid IV, though. Yeah. I think it tastes pretty good. I just yeah. drink body armor. All right, well, join us next time when we talk about episode 93, The Phoenix. And that's not river or leaf phoenix. It's The Phoenix. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Is, that, is that Joaquin? Yeah. What it, Rising from the ashes. Whatever his name is this week. Ooh. Yeah, I th- that's right. We used to call Joaquim uh, Leaf back in the day, didn't we? I think that was his original name. I don't know, or maybe I don't know if they. Fl- I don't know. What I, th- I think it was originally Joaquim. Then he was called Leaf, and then yeah, no, it's Leaf, weird. Liberty, Rainbow, uh-huh. Sunshine, yeah. River. Hippie parents, hippie parents. <laughs> yep. Anyway, we'll ta- we'll see you then. Bye. Y'all come back now. You here? And if you have a chance to go to any of those comic cons or wherever any Dallas cast members are, just. Take picture. Tell Omri that you listen to our podcast and take a picture and send it to us. Yes, take pictures of any cast members that you meet at conventions or wherever and upload them to us. We want to see who you've met. Y'all come back now. I need to hear something from Ray again. Ray. Ray. Why don't you take punk? Why don't you take your deal to the Ewings? Tell the Ewings about it. I fail you. I'm a failure. Next on Dallas. In a will, all of the heirs would be provided for. I could spread a hundred shares of stock pretty thin, couldn't it? There's work to do at South Fork. And if you don't want to do it, I'll find somebody who will. Horace Smithfield is trying to pressure us into having him read Daddy's will. I told her distinctly I didn't want that done. I'm planning on telling Horace that things are to stay exactly the way they are. There's absolutely no reason to read that will. And until there is a reason, it's not going to get read.